I'm Jen, she's Lex, and we are the Blatchlorettes. This week's episode, we are covering episode 9 of Bachelor in Paradise Season 7. And we get to see the whimper of a storm that occurs on the beach. <laughs> yeah, the... Are you talking about an actual storm or the drama on the yeah. beach? I mean, I think both of those were just, like, <laughs> limping along. I was not really yes. invested in either of those things. Yeah, exactly. Especially the storm as a storyline. For us, growing up in the Caribbean, it's kind of just like okay <laughs> i was just like all right i guess if y'all have to evacuate the only reason i guess i imagine they evacuated it was because it was directly on the beach but aren't they a little cove yeah. area anyway so wouldn't they have you know what let's not get into the science of tropical storms and hurricanes. <laughs> let's not do that all i can yeah. say is that when we get to that storyline and i posted this on our instagram stories lex is from antigua i am from jamaica that was not worth evacuating for but i digress no. <laughs> so last episode we had dr joe come in he and Natasha had a date that went horribly. And we also saw Joe and Serena admit they're falling in love with each other. Kendall happened to be there at the same time because mm-hmm. she's obsessed with Joe and she storms off in a very dramatic fashion. And don't get me wrong. I understand why Kendall is upset, but I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Let's talk about the intros first, right? So it's the first mm-hmm. time we're seeing Lil John's intro and the first time we're seeing Dr. Joe's intro. I always miss these intros. I'm yes. always just like doing shit. And then I'm like, okay, I'm in I'm right right in front of my computer for the first part of the episode. I always miss the intro. <laughs> Let us know yes. what, ha- what happened in the intro. Dr. Joe's intro was him like wearing a stethoscope and checking a coconut, which I thought was funny. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> I like that. That is funny. And then Little John's intro is just someone sliding a shot glass to him at the beach bar and him having a shot, which again is also on brand for Little John. So I'm yeah, not about that either. Shots. And t- to be mm-hmm. fair, we have heard Little John's voice all season long. He is the one that did the next time of Bachelor in Paradise and the this season mm-hmm. of Bachelor in Paradise. He did all the voiceovers, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love. I think he's a he was great incredible. for this. Like They need to keep him. They need to keep him because his voice is so perfect for this because he does the best like fake dramatic voice of all time. And this show is the best fake dramatic show of all time. So it's just like a perfect match in my opinion. Yes. <laughs> yes. Listen, I can just imagine little John saying the most dramatic season ever. And I'm like, Yes. yes. Yes, I can. I cut, print, sell it. I'm sold. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's what it needs to be from now on. Yeah, it can only be a little John for Bachelor in Paradise. For the Bachelor and Bachelorette, probably something different. But for Bachelor in Paradise, only ever little John. That's it. Yes, that's how I feel. Only little John. <laughs> yeah. So the episode picks up right when Joe and Serena are making out after they've fallen in love with each other. This is the same day that Dr. Joe and Natasha are on their date. So all the dates are happening at the same time. So Blake, Bodar, and Tia and Dr. Joe and Natasha are on their date at this time. So whoever's left on the mm-hmm. beach is just chilling. And mm-hmm. so at the fire, we see Chelsea, Aaron. I think James was there because, of course, Aaron and James are in a relationship. So obviously. Yep. They're always <laughs> together. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then Kendall and Ivan. And we see Kendall kind of curve Ivan, which was not happening. She storms mm-hmm. off. And Mm -hmm. she's very upset. She talks to Wells. Wells is kind of like, girl, I feel bad for you. And I was like, can you imagine? Like, this is kind of desperate for you to be here. And it is all up in his face. And just sad. So sad. And she was talking to Wells. And she's just saying Joe was her most serious relationship. And she came to the beach with low expectations, not hoping to, like, not to find something as good as Joe, but something. But she was not even trying She's just sad. Like the whole time she's just been sad over Joe. And I just felt sad for her, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I don't feel sad for a white woman. It was just pathetic. Like It was pathetic. It was it, very pathetic. Because it was self-inflicted. It's not like a situation where she exactly. couldn't avoid him. She, she exactly. you know, so Kendall's complaining. And I, my note literally says, Kendall needs to build a bridge and get over it. She's using a lot of words <laughs> for no reason. Why the fuck do you want right? to talk to Joe? Because she tells Wells, I need to talk to Joe. I'm like, why the fuck do you want to talk to Joe? What can this right. do for you? Like, she has attachment like, she issues. Just, she does. I was just like, she just needs to love herself because nobody who truly loved themselves would put themselves in that situation. Like, what I look like going on a dating show with my ex. Yeah, it makes a great TV, but you look dumb as fuck. <laughs> Listen, it is not smart. She... I guess the producers or someone pulls Joe aside. So Joe is alone for a moment. 
while Kendall can go talk to him. And then she ends up like crying on his shoulder and he's comforting her. And I have, this is just all just wild. Like she has these attachment issues to Joe and she pretty much tells Joe, yeah, I came here hoping that we could possibly rekindle. And he was like, why would you not tell me this before we came here? Exactly. Like you have his number, you have his email, um, you have his address. So many ways to contact him. And you came on a show to tell him that you never stopped loving him. All right, all right, Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then at that point, I was just like, I have no sympathy. I was like, I have no sympathy for you because you're doing this to yourself. Nobody asked you to do this. If you really felt so strongly about Joe, you would have did something about it. Like, you would have moved to Chicago, or you would have tried to like talk to him, or I don't know. I was just like, yeah, I don't. I yeah. can't. They've been broken up for a year minimum at this point. They've been. Bro- yeah. It wasn't like they broke up yesterday. They've she said a year out. and a half. Yeah. And then so... he was like, oh, what did he say? He said he wouldn't have come to the beach if he wasn't sure that he and her were over. And I was like, that makes sense. Because right. for, why would he go to the beach knowing he's still in love with her? And people were just kind of, oh, he was being like super not nice to her. I'm like, he has gone out of his way to actually put her first to the detriment of his relationship with Serena. If he and Serena weren't right. so strong... She would have left his ass. Or she Kendall's would have always crying on his shoulder. Right. It's- I wish I feel like it was definitely a good move for Joe to make sure that he was completely over her before trying to start something else. That's really how it should go. And I feel like Joe is the straight up type of person to honor his feelings and to make sure that he is in the clear and that he is ready for something. And I don't see like how that's mean. I want to know who said he was mean because it's not mean to just tell someone, hey, like, I'm over this. I'm like, I have to move on. Like, you have to put yourself first if that's what you're feeling. Yep, yep, absolutely. Trust me. The whole thing is a shit show. But at the end of the conversation, Kendall decides she's leaving. No word to yeah. Ivan, who she's been canoodling mm-hmm. with on this beach. She just mm-hmm. ups and bounces. Like, okay, bye. And that Tia and Becca are both upset. Becca's, I think, is a bit more understanding than Tia is and then I thought that was so funny that the three of them were in Ari's final four on his season yeah (laughs) which I didn't even know that until that night I was like wait all of them were (laughs) yep yep they were that's Ari's final four except for his current wife that's his final four and so these are things that I'm just aware of I never want to see Tia on this beach again I never want to see Becca on the beach again I never want to see some of these people on the beach again not ever I don't, Kendall, I don't to never Kendall on the beach. she needs to never right. come back and exactly like, in the car like when she's leaving she's like sobbing like i need a minute all this stuff and i'm just like girl what she's like oh this is so heartbreaking yeah after you see my ex like kiss and fall in love with somebody else and i was like you chose this exactly this that was the risk of coming to the beach the beach was all about dating and i feel like in her head she thought yeah i'm gonna see joe joe's gonna see me and everything's gonna be okay and it did not go according to what she thought it would be and paid the price for it but like High risk, high reward. Well, not high reward. High <laughs> risk. And then she posted post last week. People were just where she was like, "Look at people being surprised that I'm exploring a relationship with someone I already had an interest in before I went to paradise." Talking about her and Ivan, and I was like, "Girl, I didn't see no interest this episode. I didn't see no interest None. in the episodes." Nothing. Also, she was pining over Joe the entire time. Like, where was the interest? <laughs> like, there was no time for her to show interest because. She felt a type of way about Joe. So if she really, I feel like if she was really interested in people, like she wouldn't have felt so strongly about Joe. But I don't know. I honestly feel like that was a producer Rose. And so Ivan is left like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yep, there's that. We don't get to Ivan later. But of course, Joe talks to Serena is kind of like, this changes nothing about how I feel about you. And she's like, oh, I know. Confidence, girl, you got it. She is very confident. She's 23. She ain't got no worries. (laughs) And so we have an unexpected goodbye. And then the next day is when we see Ed and Damar arriving on the beach. And Aaron has this very weird, I guess it's supposed to be funny, thoughts about how Ed and Damar look and how they could feed a family of cannibals or something. Yeah, what was that? Like, what exactly was he talking? Like, was he talking about how muscular they were? I guess. Or I didn't get it. I honestly didn't get it. And I was like, why? Who is thinking that? 
no one thinks went that. right over my head <laughs> and then like i see my note was aaron is shitting his pants and lying through his teeth because he's oh yeah these guys are not that cute i'm super strong with chelsea there's no issues here chelsea would mm-hmm. never go on another date and i was like oh buddy he just keeps setting himself up for failure when is aaron not shitting his pants that is the first question <laughs> because he is always shitting his pants simultaneously shitting his pants and acting super confident at the same time, like we've seen this pattern, we've seen this merry go round with Aaron before. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, ugh, it's but it's so funny, right? There is never a relationship here that Aaron has been 100% secure in because there's always a better man, quote unquote, taking his girl. And I don't know what that says about Aaron as a person, aside from what we have already said about Aaron as a person. I exactly. I just largely feel like he is much more interested in James than any of the women. And so it's very easy for them to be like, you know what? I'm gonna look the other way because he's not paying me attention. (laughs) And then he's surprised. Wait, what? You're going to choose him over me? I did nothing. (laughs) I gave you a rose. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we see that Damar ends up asking Chelsea on this date and that Ed ends up taking Natasha. Now, there is a point here that I would like to mention. Ed pulls Natasha. First of all, we know that the guys spoke to everybody. Damar made a reel about it or a TikTok, whatever. Oh, he did? He, oh. Yeah, he pretty much talked to all the girls. And he talked to Marissa, oh, he talked oh, to yeah. whatever, and but he ended up asking Chelsea. And I feel part of the reason for that was that she was the only one who was pretty much unattached at that point so there is that mm-hmm. and ed and natasha are talking and he's yeah how have things been for you for the past week and week or so and i was just like look at ed accidentally giving away the timeline that they've only been in paradise for less than two but, weeks yeah yeah when he said that it could be that or it could be that he thought she was a late arrival who knows but yeah paradise is definitely condensed down to what two weeks so it's i think the whole thing once we wrap everything up will work out to maybe being about like 18 days i think from because from they started quarantining uh, we'll talk about that at the end but their bachelor pop and i have a theory so do the black batch babes and i we have theories about this but we'll talk about that in our bachelor new segment at the end but yeah (laughs) so ed and natasha and mara and chelsea go on this date and it's a painting date Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the girls are trying to paint the guys like one of their french girls and then it ends up being (laughs) body painting as well which Mm -hmm. it was a cute date from what i saw i can't say i was paying attention to but from what I saw, it did look like a cute date. I'm like, okay, I'm glad they got something that was fun and not like super sexual, like Jasenia and Deandra's date when they had that double date with Chris and Jason. So there was that. That's yeah. cute. And then while this is going on, Marissa is saying that she's ready for the next step with Riley, but she needs a little bit more. And so we find out that Riley is actually really good with actions, but not worse. Wait, we're not there yet because she was talking oh, to Chelsea and Chelsea was on the date. Oh, I was on my note. Oh, never mind. Okay, sorry. Okay, no, but she did talk about it, but she doesn't actually talk to Riley. I just have it in my notes that she, while they were on the date, she was talking to Tia and Blake. Yeah. And I thought that was such an odd couple <laughs> to tell your like relationship drama to because they just met. Wait, first of all, who's she going to talk to? The black people on the beach are gone. That's true. They're on That's dates. True, <laughs> They're on dates. So I guess she was just venting. Left. I think she was just venting out loud more Probably. than like actually trying to talk to them. That's why I was Probably. like, nah, she wasn't really talking to them. She was just saying, oh, things are really not great. I just need something more. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. while that's going on, Dr. Joe takes on the role of Connor and starts playing the ukulele on the beach. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, Connor came back? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on at the same yeah. time. And there's speculation between, I think, Ivan and Noah, I think is who he was talking to. Well, Noah for sure was there because Noah's in the middle of everything. And they're talking about who they think Natasha will give the rose to. Like, the Dr. Joe's can't be too comfortable because Ed has a good shot of getting this rose. And I think Mm -hmm. part of the reason for that is that Ed is not linked to Brendan. They were on the same season, but I don't get, they're not friends. Mm -hmm. Not like that. Which Ed, by the way, is anybody else oddly attracted to Ed now? (laughs) I saw Ed come on the beach and I was like, wait, you 
have a body and you're kind of tall like when did this happen ed to me on clasia's season just seemed like this really short annoying man and so on this season i'm like oh okay ed and then some people on twitter are definitely side-eyeing us because yeah. i said he was- ed's body was hot and i feel like a lot yeah. of people's bodies have had glow-ups in the pandemic so i'm gonna give them that yeah. but the, some Whatever. reality Whatever. by steph made a tweet like okay ed but while you're on the beach who's watching the baby you remember he had a baby he had a fake yeah. baby that he took care of better than literally everybody else. <laughs> yeah, Ed was Ed is a very dedicated father. Okay, I'll give him that. But <laughs> I still think I saw too much Ed on my screen. I did not see enough of Debar and Chelsea's side of the date. We only literally yeah. saw Ed and Natasha yeah. once they were having their talk and they kissed, which is yeah, you know, they oddly connected. I, that was like definitely not on my bingo card. Ed and Natasha, like those, that's the most unlikely pair. I think that I've seen on here so far. <laughs> but yeah, I don't she know. seems to like him. I don't think she does. <laughs> you don't think she does? I I just thought it was like a, when two friends get along really well and they just kiss to try uh, it out. I don't think she's mm-hmm. really into that man. But that also pays into what I think about Natasha's choices in general. So what do you think I about think Nata- what's Natasha's choices in general? What do you think are her choices? Natasha her- only wants the pretty white men. Like she's not interested in anybody who could ever actually be real. Because if she was interested in real, she could have gone for a man of color on the beach. She didn't. She chose Brendan yeah. very clearly from day one. She's-, she's been she was on Peter's season. She was I, I feel as if there is a I don't want to say a disconnect, but there is a deliberate choice she seems to be making with friend zoning men of color and trying to pursue romantic mm. connections with white men okay that's interesting that's, yeah i don't know her dating history but i was surprised that of all the people on the beach she went for brendan but then i also thought okay maybe because he was one of the most attractive men on the beach and one of the most wanted people on the beach and it felt good to be wanted by somebody like that yeah but anyway he's trash so don't yeah trash. it's fine so then of course kenny and mari well kenny gets a date card which he obviously shared with mari so like yeah. kenny and mari get a date card yeah and- so mari finally gets to go on a date i was so excited yeah. for her <laughs> yes, it turns out to be with kenny they, their date is right. very sexual i think they oh, have the most God. sexual date out of everyone yeah, Kenny literally cannot keep his clothes on. Like they, this, I swear to God, it's in his contract that he must be naked at all times because <laughs> this date is about eating tacos off of naked bodies. And of course, Kenny goes first. Ken, Kenny offers to be the table first. So Mari makes and then eats tacos on his naked body. And she spread sour cream on him. And I, did she lick it off? I forget if she yeah, licked she it did. off. She did. She, like, she ate everything. Like she was, yeah. there was a lot of eating she happening was, there. She was into it. Like she was into it. And I really love, there was like one small thing that happened is I really love that they had a chef there who spoke Spanish and Mari spoke Spanish to her. And I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever seen anyone like, acknowledge the Spanish speaking people in the room and speak Spanish to like fluently <laughs> to them. So it was really nice to see um, a little bit of her heritage too. Yeah. So then yeah. it was good. Was but good. there was a part there where remember last episode, Mari said, Oh, she tweeted that her dad, when he saw what happened last week was like, you're grounded. And <laughs> on this date, I'm like, Mari is definitely grounded. She's about to be yeah. Rapunzel in this bitch because oh she got God. naked. Kenny used mm-hmm. her as a plate. And mm-hmm. then in his ITM, Kenny was like, Mari's a little freak. She's down mm-hmm. to try all sorts of stuff. She's wild behind closed doors. Y'all don't know her. And I was like, right. sir, excuse me. Right. I was like, that's <laughs> in my notes. I was like, apparently she's a freak. <laughs> but she was like, she was really into it when she was getting naked. Like she wasn't even shy or nothing. She was just like, it's nothing he hasn't already seen. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say, and your dad is at home. Yosef's daughter <laughs> is also at home. Yosef's daughter <laughs> is watching this show. <laughs> like, how could you do this? How could you do that? But one thing I thought was really funny was that she said that Kenny was very excited to eat her tacos and he's expressed that quite a bit. And I was like, oh, I like Kenny. (laughs) Kenny and Mari and Riley and Marissa are the nastiest couples on the beach. And I love it. I love everything about it. I like it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love 
when men love eating tacos because <laughs> tacos are great. All, all tacos are great. Take it from a taco sexual here. I am a taco sexual in all manner of what that may be. Trust me, tacos are great. They're great. They are great. They're they're try a taco. Relieve some stress or somebody else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so while that's going on, while Kenny and Mari are getting nasty, James has put together a paint by block date for it. I I was so confused. I don't know what it was. It looked like block art. It looked like he was painting on blocks. And they had to do with where they were from. And I was like, A for effort? She seemed to really like it. She liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was at least like putting in some kind of effort trying to like make her remember that he's still there. Because honestly, Mm. I swear to God, I would have forgot he was still there. Listen, I also think Tia's basic, right? The things that she wants, but coming from dating Colton, I get it. (laughs) Like her last Paris experience with Colton. And then she actually looks at you... In in paradise though, she was literally like begging Colton for attention. <laughs> I feel like that that but that was most of his bachelor season too. Like it was a lot of women begging him for attention and consequently leaving after he wasn't giving them no attention. Um, and I feel like that's how he was on Paradise too. So. Or after getting the attention. A lot of people left after Colton actually paid attention to them, just saying. That I think the issue was that he paid attention to people, not that he wasn't paying attention to them. Really? But for but Tia and Colton had a past from before. We talked about this briefly because Tia and Colton dated before he went on Becca's season and then they rekindled things in paradise. It was a whole thing. Anyway, so Tia seems to enjoy this paint by number block date that James has put together yeah. for her. And then we just hop back to the most important thing happening, which is Kenny and Mari. And <laughs> saying, yeah, I was into you from day one. We've heard them have the conversations about wanting to leave with each other. It doesn't matter what they're going to leave together regardless they would leave together Mm -hmm. tomorrow i think the most important thing here which surprised me was that kenny was saying that this future it doesn't scare him at all to talk about the future or think about the future which to me means like he was ready to get engaged basically he's basically telling her like he's ready to get engaged pretty much and so they they both admit that they're falling in love with each other so it's it it was really cute and i was like okay y'all are on a good track again it was a little rough there but it seems like they're set on each other, so we yeah. can lock that up, <laughs> seal it. They go to the boom boom room to seal it even tighter, you know, and mm-hmm. that, that, that's <laughs> for them. Yes, and they end up having a great date and a great night. And then we see a montage of couples kissing and just pairing off, and it's all paradise is coming to an end. People are coupling up. Aww. Yes, yes. And then so the next day we see marissa talking to chelsea specifically confiding in her about how she feels about riley and how guarded he is and how he's doing the stuff but he's not using his words and he's not expressing his feelings in a way Mm -hmm. and she's scared now because she's what if i ask him for the thing and we don't work out because i asked him for the thing which Mm -hmm. is a natural fear when you're with somebody who's guarded and if you've been hurt before and for similar reasons in past relationships i get why she was having those feelings but i love Mm -hmm. when black women stick together (laughs) me too and i love i absolutely like I was a little nervous, too, because in my experience, asking men about why they are hesitant or holding back has never been good for me either. So I was like, like half of me was like, girl, it's going to be okay. And the other half of me, it's going to be okay. But she pulls Riley and she basically asks him, like she, she tells him she needs to know why he holds back. And I was really happy because she was very upfront and she told him that he, like, he never tells her how he feels. Like he shows it, but he doesn't tell her. So he opens up about his parents and his father. I thought that it ended up being a really good conversation. One in which that he could present himself as like a whole human being and be vulnerable and be understood a little bit more. So we can understand his story a little bit more. And I was like, wow, look at Bachelor Nation just showing a black man being vulnerable with nuance. This is great. <laughs> yeah, is I love it. I hate that his storyline is trauma with his dad. 
which is and yeah. but uh, it didn't seem as if they were focusing on it. Not like what they did to Lurch. Like not, yeah. Yeah, not <laughs> with Lurch. And so I appreciate that. And Riley cried and he was like very vulnerable with her. And then when he asked Marissa to open up to him, she also expressed that it's hard for her. And he held her while she cried. And I was like, y'all gonna yeah. make me cry like a little bitch in this right? Like, it was the cutest. They are honestly, I feel like, the cutest couple that I have seen on Paradise. Like, through everyone, for all the seasons. And it's only been seven seasons. Well, that's a lot of seasons. But still, they're yeah. honestly the cutest couple. I love that they can just be so open and upfront and honest with each other. And then they admit that they're falling in love. And they kiss. And it's like the cutest thing Ever. Yes, yes. I'm so happy with all of that. But now it is Rose Ceremony Day. And so everyone is eating together for breakfast before they have to separate for the remainder of the day to then come back together for the cocktail party. And that's when production comes and is there is a storm coming. It is not safe for you to be right. on the beach. You need to hurry up and pack and get out of here. And the ITMs are crazy. Serena is like, oh, I don't know if we're going to come back to paradise or whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. I think Noah was just like, I don't know what's going to happen to people's relationships. It's crazy. Kenny, right, like, that they're away from each other for a night. And Kenny's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to see Mari again. Like, I'm like, girl, oh, what? What are so you? Tia's like freaking out. It was a whole lot, a lot. It was a yeah, whole lot. It was so dramatic. Even the way they told them that they needed to evacuate the beach was so dramatic. They're like, we need to evacuate immediately. We need to get out of here. I was like, all right, chill. I'm sure it's a couple hours before the storm comes. Like, this is a lot. You're making people panic, but I guess that's the point. <laughs> it's not good TV if they're not panicking. So everyone packs. The girls go in one car, the guys go in another car, and they head off to the resort, which we all know is nearby that little John is staying at. And all the other people who may or may not come on the beach are also staying at that same hotel. Just putting that right. out there. In case we hear something they're apparently gone. <laughs> No, No spoilers. We're just, we're just saying it's a maybe. Mm-hmm. Apparently they're gone for one night only. Probably only one night only. Based on the time frame, just saying, Tammy's birthday is the 17th. Tammy got sent home on her birthday, like at one in the morning, right. whatever, you know how it mm-hmm. is. Because Rose Ceremony was supposed to be on the 16th. It was after midnight, whatever. Tammy gets sent home on her birthday. And that's the day all these other new people come in. And so the next day, was well, about the 18th, maybe the 19th. Because there was a tropical storm slash hurricane that was affecting the area at the time. And it was on the 18th and 19th. It was already Mm -hmm. dissipating on the 19th. So Mm, more than likely, they didn't actually evacuate them until they thought it was going to be more serious. So I'm guessing they evacuated on the 19th and came back on the 20th. Just guessing. Mm. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. We'll see. It's somewhere in that time. So Mm -hmm. they come back to the beach and Lil Jon's like, cool. It's going to be a rose ceremony like during the daytime. It's going to be a cocktail party during the day, which is atypical to what it usually is yeah and they all come back and then they all just immediately have to get ready for the cocktail party and it's high daytime and i was like oh this is strange (laughs) but one thing i will say that i loved and i saw abigail on noah's back and he was carrying her across the beach and thomas was carrying becca bridal style and they were kissing and he was stepping across that beach and i was just like look at that love he is whips i'm like i just seeing him with her i'm like wow, he must really like her because... <laughs> yes, and then there's this part... Nobody else. There's this mm-hmm. part where Tia was talking about it. I guess she was having a really horrible day that day with this whole, like, storm thing, whatever. Before the storm thing would happen, there was something going on in her personal life. And you can see when Damar and Ed come up that Thomas was actually spooning Tia on the day, but and she was like, yeah, like, Becca like not gave Thomas permission, but was okay with Thomas spooning me and comforting me while I was crying on this day bed. What? And I was like, yeah. Aw, that's so cute. Becca, can I get permission to spoon and cry with Thomas? <laughs> Girl. Back? So we do that. And, you know, then it's now cocktail party time. Little John has a talk with them and he's pinpointing certain couples like, hey, your relationship's going really well what's going on with you who's getting your rose this week vibes he's feeling yeah, it he was, he was asking he was like i heard people are throwing around the l word who's throwing around the l word and then joe's we are <laughs> and yeah. kenny and mari get into it and their son riley marissa's like that's my man yeah like, yes girl. and then little <laughs> was like that's right girl you claim him and i was like yes i love it i love this black energy on the beach me and then too he- that's what i was just gonna say i love this blackness on the beach like it adds so much I love it. 
And then he's talking to Tia and he's, oh, Tia, I see you're torn between James and Taddy Daddy. I was like, I cannot believe that Lil John just called Blake Bonar Taddy Daddy. Right. And then he said that he would be going from Taddy Daddy to Saddy Daddy if he didn't get the rose. Listen, Lil John is Love this. Love this. He is. But so, okay. So it's a rose ceremony. And at this point, there are four guys at risk of going home, which are the two new people and Damar. And then James is in there and Ivan's in there too. Yeah. So. And Blake, that's not pretend like going to get it. Like, I mean, most of the, and, everybody and, else yeah. is set. And Aaron also is not set because we forget that Aaron is there. Aaron thinks that he is set with Chelsea, but Chelsea went on a date with Damar. So nothing is really right. set until the rose is given out. So there's and honestly, if if Aaron wishes he could get a rose from James, that's really what it. Then James wishes he can get a rose from Aaron. That's really what's going on here. Let's we're keeping it honest. So we don't really see much from the cocktail party generally. The focus seems to be on Tia and Chelsea because they're the ones whose roses are definitely in flux. So we see right. Tia mm-hmm. talking to Blake, and well, Tia's complaining in her ITM that Blake is not putting in effort. And then she goes over to the bar where Blake is. Damar is also there. And somebody else was there. I I, I cannot picture who that third man is, but there was another guy there at the bar. And and so she's, oh, are you feeling good about today? Like, you feeling confident? And he was like, yeah, I feel good about us. Like, why? Have you put in any effort? And he was like, (laughs) Damar was like, I'm going to see myself out. (laughs) I know. It was so funny because she was talking, she was mostly talking to Damar, but she was dropping word for Blake. And she was like, oh, Damar, you put in an effort? He was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, uh, and then I think Blake was saying he was too. And she was like, really? You're putting you're putting in any effort? And he was, <laughs> Damar was like, I'll see myself out. <laughs> he did that little side look like, time to go, bitch. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah listen. And Tia's thing is that James did this setup for her with the whatever that thing was and she likes things like that to prove that people care about her and i feel like she and riley are probably the same in terms of love languages where she values actions more than words and blake probably values words more than action so i feel like it's like a love language difference yeah. <laughs> going on there because she's like why don't you do anything for me and blake is but this is all performative like why would i be doing that for you i just want to talk to you let us talk and see like where this is going and she's just i want you to do this thing and he's like and i want to talk to you and so it's her arguing without actually arguing because yeah. she's like why aren't you buying me the moon and he's can we talk about buying the moon first before we buy it can we do that and so this is obviously a thing she storms off super upset because she feels as if he's not listening to her and he's not doing what she wants which he isn't doing what she wants no. he's listening but he's not doing what she wants no he's, so she- he's definitely arguing about why he shouldn't do more than he's actually doing. And then I feel like, I can't remember, but I have in my notes that they both admit that they haven't had a great conversation since their date. So I feel like yeah. they probably went on a date and then it just just fell to the wayside. Like they were hanging out, but they weren't like actively working on things. No, well, no, and then, so- no, let me cut in right there. Because remember, mm-hmm. she was upset the day after the date, she was going through her personal stuff. So they couldn't talk on that day. Yeah. And then the whole thing happened. So it's not through fault of his, I will say that they were not talking. If she was being spooned by Thomas and crying, why would you be talking to her at that point in time? You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. I, I also, why wouldn't he spoon her? <laughs> but, I mean, th- I that's know. not what, that's not the kind of spooning she wants from him. Let's just put that up there. But I, that's true. But the he problem, the vagina dance. Listen, she said that word too many times. I can't take. I want to hear about her vagina ever again. Let me just put that up there. I don't want to hear about it ever again. Don't don't call me. Don't text me. I don't want to talk about her pussy. No, sick. So I think that's what the issue is. She was going through her personal stuff. And yes, James went out of his way to, but James and her also know each other for longer, obviously. So he would have had time to actually have a single conversation with her about what kind of stuff she likes to do. And James is always a presentation guy anyway. He showed up on Katie's season in a fucking box. 
Like, he yeah. should have been a goddamn box. Like, this He's is a doing person, not a talking yeah. person. <laughs> and Blake was never like, a, he didn't do anything that I can remember on the season that he was on either. No. So, I mm-hmm. think it's just an incompatibility issue. But I think so too. Go ahead. I will say that Tia posted about it on her stories. And so she said that the reason why she was so stressing this point is because she just saw Thomas walk past with something special for Becca, like a plate of chicken nuggets and pictures of their dogs and stuff like that, doing something special for her. And mm-hmm. she was, she asked him like, why he's not doing that? And he was just kind of like, why would I do that? I'm not doing anything like that for you. Like, why would I do that? And that ties a bit more into what he was saying, where he's like, this is performative. Like, why would I be doing that for you? But also, she's just comparing herself to people who've been in relationships longer than she has. Yeah. From what I gather from this scenario is that I feel like Tia really wanted somebody to show her how they feel about her rather than tell her. But she, I don't feel like she ever told Blake that she was that type of person. I don't think she ever told him that's what she needed. And so she just looked at him like, why aren't you doing that? And he's like, what? I thought, I didn't know I needed to be doing that. And she's like, wow. Yeah. And, and instead of being like, hey, I really value when people show me how they feel versus telling me how they feel and him being like, oh, okay, from here on, I'll, I will show you. Like it could have been a much more adult, mature conversation, but it was one pegged with assuming (laughs) and insecurity and I totally understand where she's coming from if actions are your love language and you absolutely need it then yes go for it get it look for people who are willing to give it to you like I totally get that but then it's also you need to give people a chance to learn to learn your love language yep yep that part and then so going to this whole saga Tia posted what she posted on her Instagram stories and apparently Blake posted and he was like, why am I going to simp for someone I've only known three days? And I and was that like, was, uh. <laughs> Listen, I, I understand why he could have responded that way. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a horrible way to respond, but I understand why he could have responded that way because Tia has like hundreds of thousands of followers on social media and her posting that on her stories would have caused the deluge of messages towards Blake. A lot of right. hate being spread Blake's way Mm -hmm. so I think that this is a double-edged sword right his words are definitely not the best he probably shouldn't be saying shit like that he should have kept his mouth shut and just let the show speak for himself or something like that was not the reaction Mm -hmm. it's not the reaction but what's happening of course is that he's probably being bombarded with these messages like we're keeping it 100 that's how the bachelor clan is that's how people who watch this show are like they're dming people like what the fuck is wrong with you how could you do that like we see it with the racist abuse people are getting yeah we see it with the sex abuse people are getting like people are messaging marissa calling her a whore yeah and i really i don't even fully understand it even with us we make commentary all the time like i make commentary on twitter while the show is going on and somebody even like replied to a tweet once because I said something about Ivan and they were like don't be shy tag him in it I'm like what why would I do that I'm not trying to stress people out with all these mentions and tags about something that they did what like three months ago leave people alone I very much stand on like I don't tag anybody because I'm like not trying to create more drama in their mentions and it's just leave people alone like it's this is a tv show at the end of the day like you're responding to a tv show you're responding to people who do not know who you are so you have the option to mind your business I'm just saying we're not actively tagging people and calling them names and leaving disgusting comments I'm just I'm not about that culture and I really do feel like Bachelor Nation definitely needs to tone down with that culture because it's like why like these are people in a reality show who you don't know like you these are strangers on the internet i just i don't know i wouldn't pass a stranger on the street and tell them what i think about their life so yeah keep that same energy online <laughs> exactly listen but yes now we get to the most exciting part about the episode because this for me was the real d so ivan yes. and aaron and a bunch of the guys mm-hmm. are talking and at the same time, Damar has told people that he's going to try to talk to Chelsea. Fine. And so Aaron's like, oh, well, Ivan, you must be feeling desperate. What are you going to do? And Ivan's like, I'm not desperate. I'm just like, whatever. I'm not trying to force someone to give me a rose. I'm not trying to, like, compete he for a rose. He was just That's vibing. Good. He was just vibing at this point, to be honest, because he had no plan. And I swear to God, maybe I feel like he thinks a producer would take care of it. 
because he did them a favor. Listen, I don't know. know. (laughs) You'll see what happens. But this is going on. And then Ivan pulls Chelsea to talk to her. Remember, Aaron and Chelsea have spoken. She's been like, when we're in a group of people, I always want to gravitate towards you. I really like you. And Aaron's like, yeah, you do. Yeah, he pulled Chelsea first and he did a little runway walk for her trying to be goofy. And then she does one and she killed it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like walking on the sand is hard job. and it did not look It's hard. her literal job. Yes, it is. But walking on sand is so hard and that's what she did. Yeah, she definitely killed it. Shout out to Chelsea in that moment. But this whole thing is going on. We're doing what we got to do. And there's a point, Pisa mentioned this, like she and, what's his name? Aaron Kiss. And the part where she wipes her mouth afterwards. But she, in her story, she was like, it, I was just sweating so much. Like we were just sweating. It was very hot. <laughs> and that's why that happened. It wasn't because I thought he was disgusting. So then Ivan pulls mm-hmm. her afterwards and they're talking and there's a, obvious flirtation happening there and this is obviously with an eyesight of james and aaron who is the beach watch mm-hmm. like they are you can see their conversation goes real quick from friendship to interested like because, very like interested. ivan said he was like yeah i was attracted to you i was interested in meeting you but i wasn't trying to push it myself on you because there was other stuff going on and she's kind of like, oh, really? <laughs> like, you could just see it. Like, immediately her her vibe shifts. Because at first, it looks like she's just kind of, she's like, I didn't mean to friend zone you. She is the one that brings up friend zoning. And I was just like, right. okay, there's a mm-hmm. flirtation. They're talking and they're kissing. Mm-hmm. And they kiss a lot. They kiss a lot. They kiss a and- lot. And Aaron and James are right there. Aaron and his boyfriend are right there drinking white wine. Like, <laughs> listen, how him. dare you do this? And so there's kissing. Aaron is fuming. He's like, Ivan's such a bitch boy. Like, he's such a snake. He's conniving. Like, yeah. He said he wasn't trying to do whatever. And I was just like, you did the exact same thing to Tammy with Serena. And then, like, you were doing, like, the most with other people. And you're trying to pretend as if this is he- the same thing. Also, I'm just, I'm so tired of him going to every expletive in the book to describe people who do something he doesn't like. And it's immediate. If someone can go from being like a good dude to just being trash in like a split second. Oh, like, you know what? There's no empathy. That's what I'm saying. There's no empathy coming from him. There's no, oh, like Chelsea's exploring her options. Ivan's a good guy. Let me give them some grace. No, there's none of that. It's just straight, Ivan's trash. Ivan's a bitch. Ivan's this. And it's like, oh my God, Aaron, when are you going to stop being so hateful? Like, I am actually worried about you right now. (laughs) When are you going to stop having hate in your heart? Please, I am begging you. I need you to like, do something about that because it's not attractive listen it's a whole thing and he disrespects women disrespects men and someone brought this up Mm -hmm. they were just like i wish that they had gotten the luxury of seeing their season before they went to paradise because they literally went from katie season straight to paradise oh that's right so they the first episode aired while they were already on the beach or while they were quarantining and their last day of quarantine going on the beach right so he doesn't even know how he came across the only people who knew would have been like the hosts because even the people who come down later i think they're all there for the entirety of the time they don't see anything either yeah because none of them have seen katie's season yeah right because they don't know who yeah these men exactly are. oh wow i forgot about that so very interesting yeah. i i really do hope he goes to therapy though after listen this. I, I don't know man but he's like getting hot james is hyping up yeah and then the worst part is that after kissing for a long time Chelsea and Ivan are holding hands, walking back over to the bar area. And it's like, not only mm-hmm. are they kissing, are they being intimate? Are th- is their skin touching? And like, what? <laughs> and Aaron is just so hot. James is like, yeah, you should fight him. Like, he doesn't actually say that, but that's pretty much what he's saying. James was as bad as Aaron. He was calling him a rose hunter. He said he's rose hunting. And James is the ultimate, like, hype man. <laughs> Because he'd be hyping people up and then just vanishing into obscurity. Because we did not see James no, after No, we that. didn't. No, we didn't. He's not the standby your, your man person. James is not a ride or die. James oh. is not going to hold it down while you're in jail for beating ass, okay? James no. is not going to do that. Mm-mm. He's not posting bail, mm-hmm. nothing. He's, do that. <laughs> He's so Aaron walks over. He's like, Ivan, come over here and talk to me. Ivan's like, no, I'm not going to go over there and talk to you. Come over here. If you want to talk to me, come over here. I know. They have a whole argument about who's going by each other. And then Aaron ends up going over there because obviously. And then he's just, yo, you said da 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 da. He's like in Ivan's face. And Ivan's just like, walk away. Walk away. 
walk away. And Aaron's yeah, what you gonna do about Mm -hmm. it? And you can see Ivan getting more and more upset because Aaron is pushing himself up in his face. He's trying to crowd him. It's literally like he's spitting directly in Ivan's face, like spitting out all those words. So I honestly think, yeah, I honestly think Aaron thought that he could intimidate Ivan because Ivan was smaller than him. And maybe like everyone thought that but then we forgot that ivan's brother literally just i didn't forget like, i did not forget i'm like listen ivan is a gangster I ivan's about to, was ivan's telling him to walk away because he knows that he's about to mollywop aaron's ass he just like exactly walk away exactly. please do not make me do this I, how ivan is talking to aaron is how i talk to people who piss me off i'm like please leave me alone I don't want to do this. It was the confidence for me. It was the confidence in knowing he was going to beat his ass. <laughs> and it was the warning like, hey, I'm about to do something that you're not going to like. So you need to you get need out to of go. here. And so, yeah, Aaron was all up in his face. Let me tell you, I didn't, I, I wasn't expecting this to see people just like beat up in their, up in each other's faces, like chests almost touching. And I think Ivan, he was just asking him like, what you going to do about it? You know, I'm not moving. What you going to do about it? <laughs> and I don't think Aaron expected that. I think Aaron expected Ivan to just walk away and leave him alone because he's basically been intimidating everybody up and down this beach. But Ivan is not the one. He's not, I mean, he's not the person you want to play those games with. Because Ivan's, listen, my brother taught me how to make a shiv. I know how to do that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, he is not the one. Aaron chose the wrong one. And that's how the episode ends. I was like, oop. I definitely got to see how this like plays out. Yes, and then we find out it's a fucking three-hour episode next week, and then a two-hour finale the following week, I believe it is. And I'm like, damn, what the hell? Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to survive, but we got to recap that three-hour episode, and then we get the finale, the engagements, who stays, who goes. So I'm excited. This season so far has been pretty great. I was looking forward to Paradise this whole year and it did not disappoint. So Yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm excited to see what happens. And you can see a lot of tears in the promos coming up. A lot of crying. It looks like Becca and mm-hmm. Thomas are leaving at one point because they're standing by the entrance of the beach oh. and they're crying. Or mm-hmm. It looks like they're crying. Could she be crying? Mm-hmm. It could be hugging. Who knows what's going to happen? But mm-hmm. the surprise is who's going to get engaged at the end of this. Because remember... The show ends in an engagement. It's, yeah. It's either you get engaged or leave. Yeah. Like, there is no so it's shit. Show. What are we going to do? So it will be, it'll be interesting to see how the show wraps up in two weeks. So just so we have it on our calendar here, the three-hour episode is next week on the 28th. And then the finale is on October 5th. Then we have a one-week break. And then we dive into Michelle's season. Oh, my God. <laughs> only one week (laughs) and then we're right back in for another season to close out the year and then who knows i don't know if we'll get a break to be honest bachelor like i'm saying it right now i we know the rumors of that cornstarch cricket and who's gonna be the bachelor i don't want to i don't want to cover that man i don't want to do it i am wholly uninterested in another white man as bachelor so i'm so down to not cover it because i don't see I honestly, like, just from hearing about him, he's a football player, he's from the Midwest, he's white, he's muscular. There's nothing about him to me that's different or exciting. I guess we'll see, like, what he's like on Michelle's season. I'm going to wait to see what he's like on Michelle's season. But if he's blah, bland, mayonnaise on Michelle's season, yeah. I'm like... We, I I'm actually don't even do care if he's bland or not. I'm just not about it. I they love a fake athlete. Like most of these athletes they bring on the show who are like, oh, he played football. They never got off the bench. Like <laughs> Right. Like they're obscure players who maybe got a couple playing years before they got an injury. Like if it was somebody of note, they'd still be playing or they'd be retired. <laughs> so. It's a whole thing. So that is this week's episode. I do want to highlight the end credit scene, mid credit scene with them doing chicken nugget Jenga in Mari's mouth. <laughs> like they were trying to see how many chicken nuggets Mari can fit in her mouth. And before the show, she tweeted and she was like, I hope they show me trying to do this chicken nugget challenge yeah, they um, tonight. And I was like, oh, what is she talking about? Apparently the number is six. <laughs> it was six, not seven. I, oh, I thought listen, it was I know for sure. It was, I know for sure six of them fit in there. So it's the seventh one that fit in. I didn't 
notice that but for sure well mari mari can for sure can fit six chicken nuggets into her mouth um i i for sure can probably do more because i love chicken nuggets <laughs> i i've never tried. but i'll try i'll do some research i've never tried so tell you what Lex, we need to go to the store <laughs> we need to get some chicken nuggets and we need yes. to try this challenge Let's get some chicken nuggets I, the store, I'm going to McDonald's, get me a 10 piece. I mean, I, I'd actually <laughs> go to Wendy's because they have spicy nuggets. Yes, Wendy's spicy nuggets are so good. Oh my gosh. What was your sweet moment for this week? Sweet and sour. Okay, a sweet moment, definitely sweet moment, hands down. Riley and Marissa having that super open, honest, vulnerable chat. I just feel like Black people and people of color in general on this show, especially when they have things in their past that they need to confront, like are always framed as like bad people. Or if we have estranged parents, it's framed as something as we have to like overcome or like this bad person was in our life and now you know, we had to do better. And then I feel like when Riley talked about his dad, he talked about it from a place of empathy. And he talked about it from a place of like understanding his dad's struggle and understanding that his dad did not know how to get what he wanted, how to be loved and how to love other people. And I just absolutely, I love that. I was blown away. I was like, oh, we get to see this conversation and it's great. Like, Anyway, I can go on and on <laughs> about that moment, but that is my sweet moment. I was like, this is something the show actually got right for once. Yes, yes, so, they did. So I am not going to choose that as my sweet moment just because I don't think it was as sweet for me. I think it was just more open, honest, and vulnerable. I think if I'm doing a sweet moment, I'm definitely going to do Thomas and Becca and like that throughout thing. And I hate doing that. But I think that just seeing them together, even in the background of the episode, because you saw them all throughout, mm-hmm. like you saw them holding hands, cuddling, kissing. I think that we don't see that kind of easy love connection that often on the show. No. And Mm-mm. you don't even have to be focusing Mm-mm. on them. Even we're doing the Joe and Serena storyline, but Thomas and Becker, like in the background, like holding hands or just looking into each other's eyes. And I like that and i think the him carrying her across the beach bridal style and kissing her moment was it for me i think that's what sealed it (laughs) it is so cute even just knowing that he was cuddling tia is so cute to me so that's another sweet moment i'm still going for Riley, but totally get yes okay and sours sours okay (laughs) my sour moment is aaron perpetually to be honest yeah facts i I don't think there's been a single non-sour moment with aaron this entire season yeah even when he gets a chance to be sweet he's like the sour patch kids basically except it's the other way around first he's sweet then he's yeah. sour listen <laughs> even the date he set up for chelsea a little like runway walk thing that was so lame i was just like really that's it yeah i don't yeah he just i just he does not know how to talk to anyone except james or court anyone except james. yeah that's it i can't do it but yeah so my sour moment is also aaron and that's it and then I have another, I have a, it's sweet moment, which is Ivan being like, fuck around and find out. Like, yes. Yeah. I was just about to say it wasn't sweet, but it's sweet me. <laughs> it was uh who going to be my ass energy. That's really what it was. And I absolutely Listen, loved, loved it. it. That's my fave. Uh, so we're not, oh, I know we said we're going to do emails this week, but that's just a lot. <laughs> So I think I'm going to do responses yeah. to the question asking people how they felt about the episode on Instagram. Much shorter. So it is from that I actually found out to check Tia's story because we don't follow Tia because I find her annoying on the show. And I'm not sorry about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> it's good for us to limit the amount of white people we follow. I mean... We're really just trying to root for all the people. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think the white people that we follow are like very specific people that i know from like previous seasons like a couple guys i think from rachel's season we follow things like that anyway so i found out from that it's how i found to check tia's story to see what she said about blake so that's how i got that shout out to that person who told us that Mm -hmm. the other one was Mm -hmm. how are we going to disrespect the taco like that (laughs) and why are we using sour cream like it's your (laughs) lotion and i want (laughs) to let you know that since episodes are coming out on Tuesdays, that means that this date happened on Taco Tuesday on our screens. It did. It did. It was Taco Tuesday. And it really made people want to eat some down. I mean, tacos. I was feeding for some tacos too. I'm not going to lie. Just like. Right. 
Some people were grossed out. Some people were into it. I was just trying to eat. Just saying. Just saying. And then this other one was Aaron's definition of toxic masculinity. Hell yes. I agree with that. Hardcore. He is. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. Ivan confidently and quietly holds it down. Yes, he did. He sure did. And I was with that. I was happy about how Ivan handled the situation. I will say that. Too. I was definitely delighted and mm-hmm. pleased because somebody needed to stick up to the stand up to Aaron and literally nobody else had. Yeah, so. that's it. And that that's all she wrote for right now. But keep it short because, oh my God, that three hour episode next week. I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Yeah, yeah. But just, you know, we, we got a week break after the finale. So I'm looking forward to that. But yes, I don't know, y'all. We're going to have to do something to make sure we all pay attention to these full three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes I'm just like, why do we do this to ourselves? But if we don't do it, we regret yeah. it. Yeah, so. and then also, like, when are they going to release Michelle's men officially? Like, they haven't done the intro packets for the men yet, like, which is weird, considering the show oh, is in yes. a couple of weeks. And we haven't. Yeah. So maybe that will come out in the week break, and we might do a space or a clubhouse yeah. room about yeah. it. I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll let's do Bachelation <laughs> news then. Let's see what's happening. Oh, the Custard Troll lost his Nordic track sponsorship. Yes, Brendan is losing sponsorships and I am living for it. This man is basically on his way to obscurity and I love it. Like this never happens with people that Bachelor Nation hates. They usually achieve infamy right they still got the followers and they still get all these sponsorships like even yosef got sponsorships after he was a full asshole to claire so this is something i've never seen before and i absolutely love it like bachelor nation is banishing this man oh yes yes and And do you want to hear what the most recent count is i think as of yesterday bachelor data put it out yeah, yesterday. So yes. the final count yes. right now, he started losing followers after episode six. That's when Atasha started gaining. Same thing with Piper. So Brendan in total up until yesterday, at the time that this came out, had lost 107,000 followers. The actual number is like 106.9 thousand followers. But yeah, like 107,000 mm-hmm. followers. And Natasha had gained mm-hmm. 385.5 thousand followers. Crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Natasha. So Natasha has more followers than him and Piper combined, I think. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Like she has the most because right. she's edging up on 500K. Yeah. He's in the 200 to 300K range. Piper lost 10,000, 10.9 followers, like 10.9 thousand followers, whatever it is. So she's yeah. under 100K followers. I don't mm-hmm. actually follow them. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah which she her follow account was really weird for a while it's still weird she, because it's a very even loss like across the days so the bachelor data has a graph up on their instagram page you guys should look that up so it's an obvious sharp rise for natasha an obvious decline for brendan piper's kind of stayed level which is very weird considering the situation yeah it just, yeah, it is very weird. But the fact that she's like lost 10K now to me means she's tired of buying followers because <laughs> it's been documented as to like make it seem like people weren't unfollowing her, but people were definitely unfollowing yeah, her. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what's going on there. So shout out to Nordic Track for <laughs> dropping Brendan. We appreciate it. Shout out to yeah, everyone for like supporting Natasha in this moment with after what Brendan did. But also, wait, when did Brendan's apology come out? His apology came out. Oh, yes. He did an apology yes. video in his gym shirt. Was it I last think so. week? Shit. I don't think No, I think it came out it. like right after the episode. Shit. Okay. So Brendan's apology happened. He not just on his little IG stories, whatever. He did like an Instagram video apology thing seven minutes long to summarize he was pretty much blaming natasha for him not being into natasha and talking shit about her and he was like oh i've only known her for a handful of days again proving that paradise lasts for a super short period of time and the the long story short is that he was like denying everything he thought that he was bill clinton in this bitch but i was like bill clinton also got impeached bruv think about that for a second And also the main thing I took away from this was that he thinks the main issue is that he came to the beach with a relationship. I think both he and Piper 
think that the main issue was that they came to the beach wanting to be together and like wanting to play, which, you know, admittedly isn't great. But the ultimate thing was how he acted to Natasha, what he said about her behind her back, how he like made it seem that or like how he revealed that he thought nobody else would be into her, you know, how he treats dark skinned black women like that was the real issue. And he didn't address he didn't address it. And so I was like, this apology makes no sense because you're not even addressing the real issue mm-hmm. that people are mad about. Well, at least that I'm mad about. And I'm sure not. Like, even if you try to play this game or whatever and bring your little girlfriend on the beach, fine. But don't disrespect people. It's the disrespect that I think really, and the manipulativeness of it all just like really turned people off. And he didn't yeah, address absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. All he had to say was... I was a manipulative asshole and I'm much, like, that's pretty much, I wouldn't have forgiven him, but if he'd actually apologized for the right things, it would have made right. sense. Right. If he was just real and mm-hmm. straight up and said, yes, I did try to do this. And yes, I did speak about Natasha badly and in like move to me. And I'm really sorry. I feel like a lot more people would respect him, but he did a quick little seven minute video in his gym shirt in the car and, Nobody believes No, we it. don't believe it. <laughs> Bachelor Rabbit Hole, I believe they're the ones that did this little Franken-biting video. Pretty much he admits that he did it for the clout. It's so funny. You should definitely check it out on their page. Yeah. Uh, yeah so that there's hilarious. that. The other thing that's happening this week is that Lurch is on Dancing with the Stars. We don't watch Dancing with the Stars. I don't, despite the fact that I love dance shows in general. So I think he can dance is my favorite reality TV show because I love yeah. so there's that well I also love the real world but just in in general not dating show really that's my favorite show and mm-hmm. so one thing I've always liked about so you think you can dance is that some of the people who were on that show are now the professionals on Dancing with the Stars so like Jenna Johnson who was partnered with Jojo Siwa oh, Alan gosh. Bernstein who was partnered with Hannah Brown when she won Lindsay Arnold who was partnered with Lurch this season Whitney Carson I don't know who Whitney's mm-hmm. partnered with this season just a general good set of people who were on the So You Think Can Dance stage who I now enjoy on Dancing with the Stars. So I watched their routines. So by default, I had to see Matt's. And I guess it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. I saw a clip and I'm okay. Um, he can move. It was okay. He wasn't as stiff as I No, who really showed out? Iman Shumpert. Iman looked good. That's a, that's a man who is fine. That's a Listen, if Iman and Tiana Taylor ever break up, I'm going to shoot my shot. Right? I will just submit my application. like <laughs> Just for your review. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> I'm sick. But this, that's what's happening in Dancing with the Stars world. It stays Matt related. Um, here's another weird thing that happened today that I noticed. I noticed in Natasha's stories that she was hanging out with Greg. Yeah, I saw that or I saw something like that, but it, it seems like they she was in like a group of Bachelor Nation, but like yeah. Greg was there and I just so weird. Yeah, it was very Natasha. odd. Natasha stay away. I don't feel <laughs> good about it. I don't feel good about it at all. Because this also makes me question her judgment even more, right? With the Brendan thing, she didn't know he was horrible. None of us really knew he was horrible until he was, right? But hanging out with greg even in a group but this also plays into how i feel about certain people that we know have been hella problematic on our screens hanging out with people outside of the show yeah and because also like mm-hmm. she doesn't even know greg it's not even like she and greg were friends before like why would you be hanging out with him yeah and she didn't watch i she wasn't there so like watch katie I mean, I guess maybe at the end, towards the end, she probably saw it, but I don't know. It's kind of weird. And it's like also kind of weird because like none of the producers like congratulated Katie at the end of her season, but they said nice things to Greg. And that has me like, huh, I, maybe things are not what we thought it was. I I don't know. I think it's definitely what we thought it was, but I think Katie's also horrible. So I think both of them are horrible people. Yeah. I bring this up to say that there's also people still hanging out with Easy who was from Klaisha season, who had those assault allegations against him. And I, I saw that. I see people hanging out with him and I'm like, mm, that's a choice. With what we see happening with Nicki Minaj and her husband, that's a choice to be engaging people like that. Shout out to you. Don't don't yeah, talk to me ever yeah. again. Oh my gosh, it's so wild. Listen, <laughs> this is not Bachelor related, but there's a lot going on in the news. We are not Barb's over here. We are pro survivors 
all the time. So that's what I will say about that. But it's not a good look for anyone. It's not a good look for anyone, right? It's not. It's not. I just, yeah. Anything else going on in Bachelor Nation? Mm-hmm. Not that I can really think about. There are some rumors about what happens. If we saw in the promo that Ivan was pulled aside by Wells and asked about something that happened at the hotel. I don't know what happened at the hotel. I know rumors about what happened at the hotel, but we're going to find out next week in that three-hour episode. It's got to be a doozy. I hope it is. I don't know. This episode, I feel like, could have been condensed to half an hour. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully, we don't watch three hours and say, damn, y'all could have cut like a lot out Listen, of like, it. I, I, some of the shit, I'm like, this could have been an email, bro. It, this could have been a text message. This could have been This could have right. been a, a status on update on Teams. Like Y'all didn't have to be doing this like this. <laughs> status update. <laughs> Could have been an Instagram story, like, you know, this for the side drama. There really should be an option to be like, okay, like, watch our Instagram stories for the side drama. And here's the main drama I mean, an hour. I would buy into it. Yeah, but like, also, I probably wouldn't. So you would have to watch it. I would never watch a side <laughs> drama. I'd be like, this is too much work for me. I'm going to bed. It's true. But then that's that's why it's there for people who wear if it's too much work, they can just get the main juice, the main story. And for the people who want to know all the tea, they could see the Instagram story. Anyway, I'm not I'm going to talk. I'm going to stop talking so people don't hit, like. Steal yeah, anything, let's, so. let's <laughs> hit me up. Bachelor Listen, pay, us, pay us. So that's all I have for today's episode. Uh, don't forget to donate to the causes people who need the help the most in louisiana also donate to us because this takes a lot of work to put out this podcast like this is not easy so you can support us and anchor support anchor.fm anchor.fm slash slash <laughs> we don't need... okay yes so support us click that button as low as 99 cents a month. Trust me, it will go a long way. And, you know, this takes a lot of time. So if you have it, consider supporting us. $5 a month can go a long way. $10 a month can go even yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> and we might be able to come out with merch. Like, I, if you guys can support us, we can come out with cool stuff that you mm-hmm. guys can have at home to support the Blatchelorettes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, already, we already got some merch in the works. So all we need is support. Thank you guys. For even yes, thanks for considering Thank it. So that's all I have. Lex, what's the last thing you want to say? So the last thing I want to say is that I am so excited for Michelle's season. We are literally a month away. So I'm ready for that. This season of Bachelor in Paradise has been great, but it's been a lot and I'm ready for it to be done. Michelle's promos also look amazing i definitely i am geeked every single time that i see them come on during bachelor in paradise and it just makes me so hyped so i hope y'all are just as hyped too because we are definitely going to get into it for her season and i think it's going to be enjoyable i hope anyway enough of me rambling (laughs) i'm lex she's jen and we are the bachelorettes catch you next time y'all